Dina, and this is Discussions with Dina. I want to welcome you today. It is a beautiful Sunday where I am. I don't know where you are, but wherever you are, have a beautiful Sunday because it's beautiful outside here. Now, I am a firm believer in um, when it comes to voting that there must be a candidate in place that speaks to the needs and is working or willing to work for the benefit of the voter and the people that support them and trust them to deliver on whatever it is that that candidate is promising them. I do not believe in simply voting because it is popular or because of the same black folks died for y'all to be able to vote. How many times have you heard this? My people died and they were killed because evil people united in an effort to conspire against them, to oppress them, and to deny them basic humanity. That was not why they were voting. These people were voting because they wanted better. They were told by the people or the politicians that wanted them to vote for them that voting would change their existence, it would change their reality and make and give them a better quality of life under their oppressors. So they were voting for resources, they were voting for a change. They were not simply voting for the sake of voting. My people wanted what everything and everyone wants and desires, and that is freedom. Freedom from the oppression of other men to simply exist, to build for themselves and kind and decide their own fate. Now, as black people here in America specifically, we our ancestors ancestors were stolen and brought to America and were deprived of these basic rights for centuries. Now who would not want the freedom to live on God's earth without wicked people controlling them, brutalizing them, and terrorizing them? So this is why many of them casted a vote for a particular candidate who promised this or said they would attain something quantifiable and sustainable, some kind of resource that would benefit them, not simply casting a vote for an, an illusion that changes would happen but nothing actually did as we have become so accustomed to doing today it's pretty pointless for those of us who are black and proud unless you are actively going to hold the politicians accountable for what he or she promises to deliver to deliver to us black people how do we hold them accountable well, that needs to be determined. It needs to be explained and it needs to be pointed out when you make the agreement to have that person represent you. And if that means by any means necessary, oh well. They need to know at what cost if you use the position for your personal gain and not fulfill the promises that you make to your constituents. Sometimes, Organize a strategic placement of candidates on a local level can give us a good perspective as voters as to how they may perform on a larger scale. But this is not always true. We know there are always exceptions to the rule because sometimes we elect people and they get caught up. 
we know this so there's still and should always be accountability that seems to be the key now i believe as the honorable elijah muhammad did as to when and how we vote i totally agree with him on that my vote costs you don't simply attain my vote because you are a democrat or because you are a republican nope what are you offering and how do my black people specifically benefit i need specifics quantifiable results i need accountability not word salad and campaign slogans i don't want that now there is a political candidate that caught my eye he is running for south carolina's sixth congressional district his name is marcel dixon and his platform focuses on reparations specifically for black people descendants of enslaved black people in america his name is greg marcel dixon now mr dixon believes we deserve better and agrees that the way to make america truly great for all of us is to repair the centuries of damage that it has done to black people here in america and that is by paying us the reparations that are owed and that are past due now what i like about his platform is that he is specific when it comes to paying us reparations and i keep saying us and i'm talking about a specific group of black people black people that descended from those that were enslaved here in america he doesn't pussyfoot around the issue he is not ashamed to say specifically black foundational um black people not immigrants not minorities and not lumping us in with any other group or association and i like that that's somebody i can vote for now he is not on the include every other group into this reparations bill and discussion because they truly are not entitled to those specific reparations sure i am sure many of you have been discriminated against that's a separate bill or conversation altogether reparations are and should be exclusively to those people who descended from the original ones that were enslaved that is us that is us those of us here in black america those who are blood relatives and descendants from our ancestors who were stolen and brought here and yes it needs to be specific did i say specific i hope i said specific i want to emphasize specifically descendants from those ancestors here in america we were never compensated they were never compensated for their immoral that immoral bondage and torture and effort to build the great america that we see today the wealth that america has accumulated is a result of the forced unpaid labor of stolen black people and we descended from those people you did not pay them so the debt is still due and we are here, so pay us. Surprisingly, there is finally a candidate that is not afraid to speak specifically on this issue. And he is demanding that black people, not people of color, not brown people, not immigrants, but the descendants of slaves are compensated. And I can support him on that, and I would gladly vote for him in regards to that issue.
Now he is running against incumbent James Clyburn. Uh-huh, yep, the same James Clyburn that fixed his mouth to say that just electing Biden was enough and that he did not owe us anything or have to do anything for black folks. All he had to do was take Trump's place. That is not a good answer. That answer really, the nerve, a statement so ridiculous, it still makes me sick to the stomach. I can't believe that Mr. Clyburn said this. Just duplicit rhetoric. It nauseates me. Just to hear Mr. Clyburn make such an, I mean, it's such an asinine comment. And it reminded me of the need for us to completely vote in a new breed of black candidates to represent us. We need politicians who are real thinkers to represent us. We need, and I am referring to the black nation of people here in America. There has to be a renewing of that Negro mindset. We can't continue the old Negro mindset. It has to be replaced. Um, I know there were some that were referred to as Negro leaders. And these people have customarily worked for their own personal benefit and white groups that fund them. And they completely ignore the needs of blacks here. And that is so common today. But we have to refocus and hold these people accountable more now than ever. We need to understand that our needs should take precedence when we send our candidates in. We want resources. We need progress. We need tangibles for ourselves exclusively. It's time for this kind of do-nothing black politicians to be replaced. Replace the ones that are afraid to work on behalf exclusively for our black people without including other groups in our message. It is always black people who are afraid to say, I want this for my black people. I want that for my black people. We always have that desire to pull another group into it. And there is nothing wrong with feeling compassion for others, but it's absolutely necessary that we have compassion for ourselves as well. So we have to remove this need to attach everyone to our struggle. And now is the time to change that. We need to vote for candidates that speak specifically to us once again, that work on our behalf and take up black causes. Whether that means we begin creating these candidates ourselves or demanding that those who do not speak to our issues or on our behalf be removed from office. We need real change in this political arena. Evidence shows we get nothing and we do not see any progress of benefit to our black people from voting at this time in our history. It's like we're just at a standstill. If there are political candidates afraid to speak or support or demand reparations, we need to get rid of them. It's time we remove them from office because they can be categorized as hindering black progress. And reparations can be the tool to get us the much needed real resources that we so desperately need. That this society has deprived us of as a group.
So if, if you are in South Carolina, I want to encourage you to replace these do nothing black space holders. I want to encourage you to support um, Marcel in his efforts because we don't need people to simply hold spaces because they are black, but we get nothing. There is nothing provided to us that is sustainable. We need to elect black candidates that have worked and are willing to work boldly and unashamed for the benefit of us all people, black people exclusively. We need empowered individuals, unashamed to remind America of its debt that is owed to us and still yet unpaid. We need to remind them we were Jim Crow. We were brutalized, tortured, redlined, and we're still feeling the effects of that today. And we cannot expect a great, a good America when you have not even paid for what it is or made an attempt to repair what it is that you destroyed and you destroyed black people. Now, we have to hold our candidates that we choose responsible. So if you say you're going to Congress or wherever to fight for us on reparations, that's what we expect from you. So let's remove this symbolic black placeholder from um, this political arena and replace them with the critical thinkers that are focused exclusively on providing resources, benefits, and creating laws to protect and aid in the progress of black people. Did I say exclusively? Okay, I don't want to be like Kamala. I do expect candidates to give resources exclusively for black people. Like the exclusivity that was given to LGBT agendas or that exclusivity for Asian Americans. Okay, and it's time we looked into the black caucus. Let's begin the process of replacing them if we must. Who are the Congressional Black Caucus members? What are they doing now or demanding in regards to the Buffalo mass shooting? These people were shot simply because they were black, black skin. Are they demanding an anti-black hate law or bill be passed? Are they making commercials to show their outrage? We should be seeing and hearing them speaking in a loud voice to our concerns. I do mean black people once again. We don't like to say that. I'm going to say it over and over until we get comfortable with it. Each group has a caucus that works specifically for their group's causes. Where is our group? Have they become comfortable at doing nothing for us? But I do recall hearing them fight for other groups. But when it comes to us, all I get are crickets. Maybe we should rebrand them to the Everybody Caucus and actually develop a new and a real Black Caucus. Hello. Are you out there? Anyway, I also question why I didn't hear Kamala, uh, President Biden, demanding an anti-Black hate bill and protecting Black people from the white supremacist murderers that are out here that have always been out here i don't hear you it's been 400 years and there still has never been an anti-black hate bill but you can get an anti-asian hate bill in less than a year to protect people who have literally 
been caught on tape being extremely racist against black people here in America. Nonetheless, I encourage you to show your support for Marcel Dixon for Congress in his reparations agenda in South Carolina. Marcel has a Facebook, a Twitter, and his campaign is called Marcel for Congress. You can go on there, you can make a donation, then you can show your support. And let's demand better for ourselves and our people. I do mean resources that exclusively benefit us. Unlike what Kamala said, <laughs> black people exclusively deserve resources and tangibles and we need candidates demanding them and working for our benefit now i will designate a regular schedule a specific date and a specific time weekly that i will be doing discussions with dina and i want to invite you to join me It'll be live and we can discuss various topics. I welcome your opinion on my discussions and I will be announcing that day and time next week. Like or share. And if you would like to show your support by donating, you can do that as well. You certainly can do it at Cash App, dollar sign discussions with Dean. I want to thank you for listening and I want to invite you to join me next time for another discussions with Dean.